Welcome to the Tribe of Change podcast. It is officially here, friends, Romans, and country. I have no idea what I'm talking about right now, but the Tribe of Change podcast is here. This is for you, tribe. Much love and respect. There we are, right here. Um, for those of you watching the YouTube video, Tribe of Change. So, the first episode of Tribe of Change, it's just going to be me. I will be bringing on um, other tribe members, and we will be experimenting with how we're going to set this up. But this is for the tribe. Um, this is for us to become vulnerable and open and share ideas and experiences and passions and help change the world. This is the tribe of change. So let's see what we can do um, to help each other, to help those around us, and uh, to make everything, make life better. That's really what it's all about. It's love one another. And so that's what the Tribe of Change is all about. So much love to y'all. Now, this episode I have been thinking about for a while now. Um, I saw a post that someone asked the question. And I know there's a lot of people who deal with depression um, deeply um, and some of us we deal with it sporadically it comes in waves or situations uh, for some of you it may be deeper than that it isn't a situational it isn't a a once or twice or for a little while some of you deal with it in a, in a much larger scale and I don't claim to know anything about that um, but what I do know is that I saw a post and someone asked the question, when does it get better? When do things get better is what the question was. Um, he said, people have been telling me for the last 10 years that things get better. Um, that hasn't happened. And it made me pause for a second because I've I've been there and I'm sure some of you have been there before when people are going through things and you just tell them, hey man, things are going to get better. And I believe that until recently. And now I don't believe that. I don't believe things get better. And I'll explain. So... To tell you a little bit about me, for those who don't know me, I'm Steve Stone, uh, the one that Adam always talks about in the shadows, and I am in the shadows right now. Um, I grew up in Vegas. I'm from a, if you will, a broken home. Uh, parents were divorced when I was 14. Uh, I have two younger brothers and a half-sister. Um, they all live out in Vegas or Nevada somewhere. And uh, I am here in Orlando, Florida. I grew up in Vegas, and uh, it's a nice place to visit. You don't want to live there, though, trust me. But uh, the rest of my family, they all live there. And so I'm out here flying solo, and uh, I have some of my mother's side of the family here in Orlando. and So that's nice. But we've all gone through difficult things. Some of us have gone through things a lot more difficult than others. Uh, and so I'm not trying, I'm not going to try to compare. Um, but we all have to deal with it by ourselves. 
or at least we think we do. We think we have to deal with things by ourselves um, because we're with us the majority of the time. If, uh, if you know what I mean, we're always there. You know, there are people to talk to, and if you latch on and you have an ear for people to listen, and I, that's what I love about this tribe is because we're here for you, and you're here for us. And uh, I think the rest of the tribe sees that, and so I hope you see that. If you don't see that, um, dig a little deeper and, and join and, and go live on Facebook and, and share yourself, and you'll see that uh, the tribe is here to support you um, because, like I said, we're, we're here about love. And so welcome. If this is your first experience with the tribe of change, um, welcome. Um so I met it with Adam a couple of years ago and we just connected and I started helping him with websites and uh, the website and the cognitive rampage podcast. And it's been a wild ride, but, uh, personally I just started going through some, some, some stuff. I've been in lots of different relationships over the years. My very first relationship, uh, ended with I thought I was dating a girl and it my very first girlfriend I thought I was dating her for three or four months and it turned out that I was the person she was cheating on her two-year boyfriend with uh, so she was cheating with me instead of on me at least that was the rationale um, but it still feels the same and so that was difficult and the majority of the girls for some reason I, I tend to pick um, not so, not so, my, my choice of women is not always keen, uh, over the years. It's gotten better, but, uh, in the very beginning when I was younger, 20 years ago, uh, the majority of the girls that I dated ended up cheating on me, um, which is like one of the only two, one of the two things that I, I just asked, like, you know, just don't lie to me, don't cheat on me. Those are the simple things. And, of course, when you cheat, of course, you had to lie. So, uh, anyway, that's a long story short. But I dealt with a lot of uh, heartache and pity and and times when I thought things just weren't going to get better. And um, I moved on. And life happened I just kept going and going and I would meet somebody else eventually and we would start dating and I would be optimistic and I'm like oh things got better and and uh, then they would cheat on me and they would, things, things would get worse again so years went by I was single for um almost eight or nine years. I went, I would go on a couple dates, but I was, I purposefully stayed single, um, because I, I knew myself. I, I got to a point where I said, you know what? I need to go into Steve. I need to figure Steve out because I became the person with, oh, this girl likes me and I need to become the person she wants me to be or I tried to become, it was all about pleasing them. 
which can be a good thing. You want to please the person that you're with, but it changed who I was, and it never worked um, because I didn't know who I was. So I took about eight, nine years to discover who I was, and I, I decided I wasn't going to settle. And so I would go out on a date or two, and I would say, you know, this isn't this isn't going to work. It'll this will last two or three months. So I would end it, uh, which was very odd for me. So. Um, but it was beneficial, and then I met a girl, and I thought she was the one, and we got married, and long story short, um, we got divorced, and I could go into a lot of details, but uh, it was basically a reenactment um, of the separation between my parents, and in my mind, I couldn't believe that I had become my parents and I went into a a tailspin and a whirlwind and there's a lot of other situations in life Uh, relationships have usually been the the biggest turmoil I used to deal with stress a lot uh, when it came to finances when I was younger and um, my spiritual walk has definitely helped me in all of that and getting through that Um, but then recently you know, you go through things, you, and life still happens. And this is where it hit me. When I read that post, and the person asked, you know, people have been telling me for the last 10 years that things get better. When is that going to happen? And that's when it hit me. It doesn't things don't get better things will never get better I hope this isn't crushing any of you but things will never get better and if you're waiting for things to get better I'm sorry they won't because it isn't things aren't the problem we're the problem things don't get better you get better and we we try to find the one we we try to wait we're waiting for outside circumstances to to fix us things things will get better things will stop being crappy no they won't they won't stop being crappy because your perception of reality is that this thing that happened is a crappy thing to happen. These girls that I dated, who cheated on me, they weren't terrible things that happened. It was life. Life happened. Did I enjoy it? No. (laughs) Do I want it to happen again? No. But my perception of life now has turned to thank God it happened it's the best thing that happened to me because I'm better for it so things didn't get better I got better and that changed my perception that changed my reality as soon as I realized that things that I it was me um 
not the outside world my world flipped upside down and it's an exciting thing it's a scary thing but I'm here to tell you that you get better if you want to get better it's very easy for us to to wallow um, and to keep making those decisions to to go around the merry-go-round to go and follow the same patterns and end up with the same results um, I think I read somewhere that they don't know if Einstein actually said this quote but I'm going to give it to Einstein anyway uh, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result whether he said it or not it's still it's a good quote that's what I was doing I was trying to find somebody or I was trying to do more be more so that I could get to a spot to where I was better instead of just believing that this was the best thing <clears throat> so you could call it reframing you could call it uh, whatever you want to call it it first hit me when the a girl that I had dated years ago I had been with her almost two years and she left me for one of my good friends and so I was destroyed and I was sitting I remember vividly I was doing laundry and wallowing in my own self-pity and I walked into the laundry room and a thought popped in my head things would just be better if I weren't here and as soon as that popped into my head my eyes opened wide and I was like what the hell am I talking about now for those people who know me to think that I, yeah, there was no serious thought of suicide or doing anything but the fact that that thought popped in my head that life would be better for everyone else if I wasn't here that was a shocker to me because no matter what I'd been through I'm like you know whatever it I'm gonna get through this um, but at that point that thought popped in my head and I was like okay my mind is not in a good spot right now and at that point I turned around and I walked towards the house and I said okay God if you are who you say you are and if you love me like you say you do then I've got to believe that what the Bible says is true in Romans 8.28 Paul says for I know this that in all things in all things, not some things, in all things, God is working for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And the second I chose to believe that, on that doorstep, I felt the weight lift off of my chest, and I had this smile that popped on my face that you couldn't wipe off. And I was changed, I was different. And 
knew it. I could feel it. The weight was gone. And it wasn't about her anymore. It wasn't about my friend anymore. Um, I believed at that moment that us not being together was the best thing that's happened to me. That the, the possibilities of what could happen in the future were endless. They were out there. Um, I didn't like it. I didn't like that that had happened. I didn't like, you know, I thought at the time that, oh, she's, she's the one. And then now, again, I can look back and go, no, she had, she had some major issues, but I had turned myself into the person, the facilitator. And that was not healthy for me, but I didn't know it. I was in there. I was in the middle of it. I couldn't see it. And so... To give you, uh, to tell you that, I want to go back and tell you um, a little backstory. Now, I was brought up slightly um, in the Mormon faith. And what I mean by sl- slightly is that my parents would go when I was a very young on occasion, and then they would send us to go and stay at home. And I would take my brothers. My brothers are younger than I am, four or five years younger than I am. And I would go there for Boy Scouts. And I liked the Boy Scouts. It was lots of fun. And the only thing I remember about the Mormon church was Joseph Smith going into the woods and saying, God, what's the true church? And God said, there is no true church. And my first thought was, well, then why am I here? And that's it. That's all I remember. I didn't hear about I don't remember about Jesus. I don't remember anything, hearing anything about God. It was just Boy Scouts, Boy Scouts and Mormon Joseph Smith in the Mormon when I was a kid, 11 years old, something like that. Um, and as I got older, um, just a little bit, I was like, I'm not going to go. My parents were going, and I said, I'm not going to go, and then so we stopped going. And as I got older and into high school, I became an atheist. I was like, there's no God, you know all these people dying and disease and all these things, you know, there is no God. And if there, and then after that, I became an agnostic thinking, okay, there's gotta be something. We can't be on this planet just to make faster cars and tinier computers and bigger buildings. Like life has to be a little bit more than that. And I don't, and at the time I was like, I don't know if we're here as an alien experiment or, um, you know, what we're here for or how we got here. But, you know, if there is a God, it definitely isn't the one in the Bible. I was sure of that. Having never read the Bible, mind you, um, but I knew the Christians that I knew. And I was like, yeah, those. And so I judge Christianity on the Christians, which I found out later is, is absolute is like the wrong thing to do. Um, because Christians are just people who <laughs> need saving. They're, they're like the worst of the worst. And they realize that they were the worst, but then not. Uh, they would say, oh, I'm a Christian. And it's like, oh, that's you. So, um, long story short, another relationship had happened. And again, she cheated on me with a friend. And I was in turmoil. And I ended up finding this book, um, God's Promises for Every Day. And I had all these questions that uh, Christians couldn't answer. Like, um, if God loves you so much, what is he? It's that little... Um, boys and girls um, get raped by priests. Why does he let uh, 
people die. Um, you know, seven million of his own people die in the, in the Holocaust. You know, why? Why? Wow, these horrible, destructive things. And uh, none of them had any answers for me. So I end up finding this book. I start reading it. Um, just flipping through. I had actually found the book, um, God's Promises for Every Day, this little book. I worked at Publix. And uh, I was walking down the aisle. It was right, um, it was like a year before I had even started dating this particular girl. And I saw it, I picked it up, I flipped it over, and it didn't have a barcode. And of course, everything in Publix has a barcode because you have to sell it. And so I knew somebody must have just left it. So I, I took it upstairs to the break room, put it in my locker. Um, after that, I ended up transferring stores and... Uh, Maybe it was more than a year. Maybe it was like two years. I don't know. But uh, a year or so went by, and I got a gym membership. And I needed a lock for the gym. And I said, oh, my gosh. I, I bet that lock that I put on that locker at my old store is probably still there. So I went back, and I opened up the locker. And sure enough, there was like three boxes of stale cereal that I had had uh, for a break. And I threw those away. And some other things, and I found this book, and it was right when everything had happened with this other girl, and I started flipping through it, and in the very beginning it says what the Bible has to say about love and relationships, and God is your, and Jesus is your, and then you'd go to that chapter, and it would have all the scriptures of where the Bible talks about those specific topics and things. And so I started flipping through it um, when I was in a desperate time for answers, and nobody had any answers for me. And sure enough, it answered my questions. And I was like, oh my gosh, this this makes so much sense. Why, why do all these horrible things happen? Because people don't love. Like people don't have God. Like God is love. And there's no love in their heart. And so that's how they can destroy other people. And then I realized that there was an order to the universe. And I am a big fan of science. And um, I don't understand how science and religion are so far removed from each other. Well, religion I understand. But spirituality. Um, Because everything to me, when I look at it, it's all the same. When I hear about Christians and scientist arguing or atheist arguing uh, religion saying that it isn't real and here's the scientific proof, I look at that and go well everything you're just saying is describing what the book says. You're just using different words. Um, But that's a different topic. Anyhow I just wanted to preface all of that by saying when I got to that point and I said, God, if you love me like you say you do, then everything, this has to be the best thing that's ever happened is to let you know that I, I, I didn't grow up Christian. I didn't grow up believing. Um, I was an atheist. I was an agnostic. Um, and then God, when I needed him, smacked me upside the head and I decided, okay, I'm going to take a second look. And there was a, there's a bigger spiritual walk that happened through that. Um, and Some of you may have had one, some of you may not, some of you may not believe, some of you might, but regardless of if you believe or not, 
there is there's some that isn't the issue the issue is faith what you believe that's what if you look at Adam's book everything stems with what you believe and so it changed with me when I believed certain things it was very detrimental and when my faith changed when I my belief changed that changed me and I realized that there's a scripture that says uh, today Jesus says today but I said before you a blessing or a curse what will you choose and I used to think it was a blessing or a curse and I said okay well you have two different paths that you can walk down and one path is going to be a blessing and one path is going to be a curse until I realized that that's not that's not how it works that there's only one path and today's either going to be a blessing or it's going to be a curse the choice is yours and so you, every day you wake up is a blessing or it's a curse but the decision was yours to make and that's some heavy stuff because sometimes we have some horrible days and again things can happen horrible things can happen but was it a blessing or was it a curse for you? And that's what I would ask for you to to take into account. Because things are going to happen. Life is going to continue to happen. And it's going to give you things that you don't want. And it's going to give you wonderful things. And wonderful things or horrible things are only wonder and wonderful and horrible because of what you believe. So if we don't deal with who we are and deal with what we believe and the faith, what we have our faith in, do I have faith that things are going to get better or do I have faith that I'm going to get better? Because you are the one thing that can change. Life is going to happen and, and circumstances are going to change and outcomes are going to change. But a lot of that I believe is based on where you are what you do and if you're willing to move in a direction and you're willing to be vulnerable with yourself with others then You'll be open to the positive. You'll be open to the possibilities. But if we spend all of our time protecting ourselves and guarding ourselves and defending ourselves from the evil out there, and we're expecting the evil, as soon as something comes, it we're going to treat it like it's an enemy. And then that perpetuates A defensive reaction from the people who are coming or the situations so that's a lot of ways of saying things don't get better you do and
maybe some of you have been in that situation where you you didn't think it was going to get better. And some of you, like I said, some of you have been in much worse situations. Physical situations. Uh, mental situations. Maybe your, your circumstances. You're sitting here looking at me going, Steve, you don't understand, man. You haven't been through shit. Your, your life is a cakewalk. If you're talking about the only thing that's been going on with you is uh, girls broke up with you and you dealt with some other crap. You don't understand. You're right. I don't. I don't understand. And I'm not trying to say that uh, the things that you're dealing with can easily be switched off or easily be changed. But there are some of us that we deal with situations that we don't need to. Some of you are dealing with physical situations, abuse, uh, mentally, verbally, and again, I would, I would say you can get better, but it takes action. Things won't get better if you don't get better, if you don't change your thoughts, if you're in an abusive relationship and physically or mentally, and you don't believe that you're worth more than that, and you don't believe that you deserve better, then things won't get better. You've got to get better. You've got to pick yourself up and say, I am worthy of love. And you have to realize that that's not what love is. There's a definition of love. Um, patient, kind, slow to anger. Um, it, love never fails. But just because you feel like you love somebody, you have to understand that love is a two-way street. Love has to be reciprocated. And if this person doesn't love you the way that you love them, then it's not healthy. And you need to be able to walk away. You need to, and it, it's tough. It's tough to let go. And we think we can help these people. We think we can, and again, not all, not all, everybody that I'm talking about is a horrible person. It could be, you know, they just don't treat you right. But some of you, you are dealing with situations where people are mentally destroying you, physically destroying you. And we are here for you. The tribe is here for you to be strong. We can be your strength. If you don't have the strength, we'll be your strength. But be willing to love yourself more than you love the other person. And walk away. Get help. If you're in an abusive situation, get help. Tell somebody... If you don't trust, if, if you don't feel comfortable talking about something that's happening in your relationship because you'll feel embarrassed, um, that's exactly why you need to talk about it with somebody. If you don't, if you if you say, "Well, I don't want people to think that they're a bad person," you probably need to speak with somebody who loves you. Um, 
because we justify for other people. Oh, well, they're just, they've had a hard day. Uh, they deal with a lot of stuff. They deal with a lot of pressure and, and drama and, and their boss is really hard. No, no. They have issues that they have to work out in themselves. And you aren't a punching bag. You aren't. You deserve more than that. So love yourself. We love you. And find a way to free yourself. Because freedom is a choice. I, I love the analogy of if you keep a tiger in a cage its whole life. And then you remove the cage. The tiger stays in that same area for the rest of its life because that's all it's ever known and even though the cage isn't there they don't go anywhere until they realize that they're free and you have to realize that you're free you're not in a cage you have freedom to do to move to to be who you need to be you may not have resources you may say well I, I don't have any money I don't have a job I don't have but there's help. You may not have things, but there's help. There's people that are out there. And for those of you who are dealing with issues that, like I said, are beyond me, you know, you've dealt with depression and, um, and there aren't any outside forces that are attacking you. It's all in, um, there is help. There are people who care enough to listen be willing to open up and share that and it's very easy for people to, to again for to, to dismiss and say oh well hey man you'll get over it or things will get better they won't things things won't get better but you can you can get better because there's people out there out here that love you that want nothing but the best for you and the world is a wonderful and amazing place regardless of who's the president regardless of where we live regardless of what we have of what we don't have this planet is an amazing thing filled with incredible people all desiring to do amazing things. So if you feel stuck, if you feel like you're in a rut, if you feel depressed, um, you can, we can get better. because it's a change of thought it's a change of belief it's realizing today is a blessing it's a gift that whole cheesy line today's a gift that's why they call it the present and it may be cheesy but it's true it's a gift you don't know what you, you don't know if you're going to have tomorrow so why why be anxious why be in Fear. There's been a lot of talk about 
depression and fear and uh, amongst the tribe lately and fear can be a motivator it can be the trigger to say uh oh something's coming fear can be something to protect you we can't be afraid of our emotions we have to be willing to to sit with them and it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be depressed and it's okay to be angry it's okay to be frustrated but you aren't what you feel your feelings are temporary experience life experience those emotions but remember the things aren't going to get better because the things are just the things the things are just what that little thing we call life it's just life happening but you will get better you'll get through those feelings you'll work through those emotions you'll deal with that struggle and if you have trauma or drama um, there is light at the other side if you're willing to accept it if you're willing to to go after it but don't sit in the same spot and expect life to change can't sit at home and then wonder why you don't have any acting gigs or why you haven't met anybody you gotta get out you gotta explore yourself you gotta explore the world and like I said you have to be vulnerable that's a big Adam talks about it a lot. Got to be willing to be vulnerable and open. And I, I want y'all to know that that's what the tribe of change is for. It's a, I hate the word safe space, but it's a safe place. Uh, we're not going to judge you. You can be who you are. Um, and we love you. You're here because um, you want to see some change out there. There's a lot of stuff that needs change, and I believe that together we can we can do it. We can we can make some change because it only takes one decision and some action, and things can change. Um, but as long as we sit at home and do nothing, it won't because things don't get better. And I like saying that things don't get better, but you do. Um, we get better, and I think as a tribe, helping each other, we can help each other be better. Not that we're not perfect, not that we're we're not good enough, but we we all want to grow. Life is changing. We are the tribe of change. Well, tomorrow we're going to be different, and. Don't be afraid to be wrong. Don't be afraid to change your mind. 
just because you've thought something your whole life doesn't mean it's it's been the truth doesn't mean it's been real it may have been your reality but if it isn't real if it isn't true we gotta be open to saying you know what I was wrong and that's okay because it's part of growth and uh, we can grow by leaps and bounds if we have the proper nutrition, the proper water, you know, a little bit of water. And if you're fed, and that's what we're all trying to do, we're trying to feed ourselves with competence and confidence and enthusiasm and love. And that's what I'm here for. Is I, I'm here to love you guys. Um, if you're interested in joining the Tribe of Change, feel free to email me at tribeofchange at gmail.com if you would like to uh, be a part of the Tribe of Change podcast we would love to have you um, like I said in the beginning this is a podcast for the tribe uh, if you have a topic you'd love to share I have a whole entire list of topics that I'd like to talk about and I would love to be able to to brainstorm and uh, with some of you, one of you, a couple of you at a time, uh, we can do the Google Hangouts and have multiple people on the podcast. So if you're interested in being on an upcoming episode of the Tribe of Change podcast, again, email me at tribeofchange at gmail.com. Tell me topics that you're interested in, uh, things you're dealing with, Send me over information about people who you think we should interview for the Tribe of Change. I have a couple of ideas for some people I'd like to get on here to discuss some some different topics. And um, yeah, just tell your friends, share the love, uh, invite everybody um, that you believe is of the like mind and like heart, um, and invite them to the Tribe of Change Facebook page. And the podcast, and of course, um, definitely like and subscribe to this YouTube channel and the podcast and the Cognitive Rampage podcast on iTunes and Stitcher and AdamLowry.com is where everything is going to be hosted. So thank you so much, Tribe. I'm going to go ahead and get out of here, but just remember... You get better when you want to. It'll take time, but time is something that you have today. Don't wait until you don't have any time. Things don't get better, but we can. And so hold on to that. The tribe is here for you. We love you. Take care of yourself. As Adam says, we hope you're taking care of you. I know you're taking care of you because you're here. That's what brought you here, is that you decided, I need to take care of myself. And these are some people that that are that, that want to help me do it. And we do. So thank you so much for joining us for the first Tribe of Change podcast. I've been Steve Stone. You've been beautiful. Love you guys. We'll see you in the next one.